The Digested Read by John Crace on guardian.co.uk All in the Mind by Alistair Campbell Friday Professor Martin Sturrock felt a rising sense of panic as he sat in his office waiting for his first patient. Was writing down all he knew about mental illness really going to make an interesting book? Luckily, he had good friends at Random House, so he's guaranteed a decent advance, and he carried on with the dull and repetitive plot structure he had first scribbled on the back of a remaindered copy of his diary by introducing all the characters as they saw him in his Harley Street practice. David Temple was Sturrock's favourite patient. Like all good new labour shrinks, Sturrock liked to mix private and NHS patients, and Temple was one of his charity cases. I'm feeling extremely depressed, Temple said, because the girl at the packing factory doesn't fancy me. Try writing something about humility, David, Sturrock said. Next! Emily had been a beautiful woman until a fire had horribly disfigured her face. Try and accept you are ugly and get out more, Sturrock suggested. Next! Arta was a Kosovan refugee who had been brutally raped and could no longer make love to her husband, Lirim. Try and forgive the rapist, Durek said. Next! Matthew Noble, QC, was extremely agitated. His wife Celia had forced him to get treated for his sex addiction after she had discovered his second affair. You're not a sex addict, Sturrock yawned. A sex addict is someone who writes porn for forum. Try shagging your wife rather than your mistress. Next. Sturrock looked at his phone. There was a missed call from Ralph Hall, the health secretary. I think I'm an alcoholic, said Hall. You know nothing about alcoholism, Sturrock laughed. I used to knock back 27 bottles of aftershave before breakfast. You just have a bottle of wine. Still, you could always go to AA. Next. Sturrock sighed. He was nearly halfway into the book and nothing had happened. No wonder he was depressed. Maybe he should try sexing things up by going to a prostitute for his usual session. Suck on my weapon of mass destruction, he cried. Saturday. David, Emily, Arthur, Matthew and Ralph all felt very angry with Sturrock, not realising this was a classical phase of the therapeutic process. Sturrock was feeling even more depressed than yesterday. He wondered if anyone appreciated the irony that he was a man who could give selflessly to his patients but had no time for himself or his family. How come you've got no time for us when you've got all this time for your patients? his wife asked. Thank God there was no danger of the reader missing the point. It's due to transference issues regarding my difficult relationship with my father, he replied. Sunday. David, Emily, Arthur and Matthew were all still feeling a bit angry with Sturrock, though they had all unconsciously taken his advice and were unaware their damage was starting to heal. I hope you don't mind me turning up at your house even though you've never told me where you lived, said Ralph. 
Thing is, I was set up by the sun to sleep with a woman when I was pissed and the PM has sacked me. That's okay, Sturrock shrugged. There's fuck all else going on here. Monday. David, Emily, Arthur, Matthew and Ralph had all been cured in record time thanks to Martin's brilliance in Jungian psychoanalytic Lacanian psychodynamic 12-step cognitive non-directive NLP therapy. They longed to tell him the good news. With more troweled on irony, Sturrock was even more depressed than yesterday. The book was still going nowhere. He had to do the decent thing. See another prostitute, then put everyone out of their misery. Aftermath. David, Emily, Arthur, Matthew and Ralph all stood up. Martin was a saint and we don't mind that he broke patient confidentiality by leaving instructions in his suicide note for us to give a eulogy at his funeral, they said. Blessed are the peacemakers, said Tony Blair, descending on a cloud, for they shall sit next to me in heaven. The digested read, digested, all fairly mindless. <laughs>